today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. More information coming up about the identities of the victims in Monday's van attack. Of course, this is when it really hits home, when we really realize um, who this is involved in and the stories behind them. Uh, Dr. Jess O'Reilly, who we have on this show uh, many, many times, uh, has lost uh, some people that she knew in this uh, situation as well. She says, tweet, several friends of mine were killed in the sad incident in her hometown of Toronto. I hope we respond with more than thoughts and prayers. Uh, so again, this is, you're going to hear about lots of people who uh, have been touched in some way by this as uh, we find out more. To talk more about all of this and give us an update, Marianne Demain is with us, Global News Toronto. She's on the line. Uh, Marianne, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. You're very welcome. So where are we now, Marianne, uh, as far as, uh, well, let's talk about the accused and, and what we know. Do we know anything more about the man driving the van? The question still remains why. That is the big question everyone wants answered. But we are getting a clearer picture of just the kind of person he is and how he was leading up to this attack. Police said yesterday that he had rented the van north of the city before that attack, uh, not long before the attack took place. And then moments before he started driving south on Young between Finch and Shepherd, he had actually posted, allegedly, uh, a cryptic post on social media where he refers to an American mass murder, murderer who killed several people in the States a few years ago. The motivation of that murderer was uh, hatred towards women. And uh, so that is an interesting piece of the puzzle. But the, at this point, investigators haven't confirmed any possible motive. They haven't even commented on those details as well. So what are we to, uh, I guess, is, is this all speculation at this point? At one point, there was uh, e- even thought whether this post was actually faced, uh, posted by him. I guess Facebook has confirmed that it was posted by him, correct? They have, and they, that post was taken down not long after the incident. Um, there's also belief that he had been identified, or he rather, he identified himself with a group called uh, of people called incels, which is involuntary celibate. Uh, so uh, that is another thing that people are looking into as well, because we know that of the 10 people who were killed, majority are female. And in some cases amongst this community, uh, there, is, uh, there has been known to be some violent and misogynistic type comments. So that is something that people are also learning about this suspect, his alleged involvement with this group or the possibility that he might have identified with this group. But again, um, anything... Uh, uh, pointing fingers to a possible motive in its connection to this police haven't said. Uh, again, going back to this group, is it a group? Is I, I've heard that it, it could be a meme, a blog series, a blog post. Is this an organized group in any way? What do we know about incels? It's definitely a term that we're all mostly hearing for the first time now after what happened on Monday, but it is a group of people who identify with that word because they feel that they are involuntary celibate involuntarily celibate because they're being rejected by women um you know their their women are not accepting their advances they feel rejected by women so that is where the term or how it's being used now it's a group of men who are angry towards women because they feel that it's the women who are responsible for them being celibate so uh this is something we're all learning more about now because this is a term that we've only, most of us have only heard about after seeing that post online. Um, and I'm sure it's not going to be the last of us hearing about this as well. 
Wow. Um, what do we know about the man himself, family, history? I heard that there's possibilities, I've read there's possibilities uh, of that he may have been autistic or had some sort of, of mental illness. Any more on that? I know the neighbors have said that the family was quiet. Uh, some have said that they noticed some, you know, erratic type of behavior. What that means, you know, it's all very subjective without actually getting any kind of confirmation from some kind of medical person who actually saw him as a patient. Uh, we also know that um, uh, rather former classmates of him have uh, come forward saying that he was a bit odd. Uh, but what does that mean? You know, now usually as hindsight is twenty twenty, people can look back and say, actually, come to think of it, he was a little odd. But really, what does that mean? Uh, we just know ultimately that he was not on the police radar. And uh, they had not heard of him. He had no run-ins with the law prior to this. He did have a brief stint with the Canadian forces. Um, and really, that's all we know so far. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.